Everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Sounds of the week right there brought to you by our friends at Zero Res. Uh, spring cleaning is here, but it's way easier when you call Zero Res. Schedule your carpet cleaning today and get your fourth room clean for free. Minimum supply schedule with Zero Res today. We're live here at Bullfrog Spas. It's their three-day clearance event. Now is the time. Save up to $4,500 off of a brand new spa. Get great financing options available as well. We're out here in Bluffdale. Just uh, jump off exit 288, head west. You'll run right into us. We also have a bunch of free jazz stuff to give away as well. Uh, So come on by and take advantage of it. I have bad news for Raptors fans. Uh Uh-oh. Apparently Kawhi Leonard was spotted buying moving boxes at Home Depot. I saw that story. Don't we make too much of this stuff? Yeah, probably. I just saw a, a picture uh, on the internet that he was spotted smiling at a Blue Jays game. So yeah, he got a, like a, a that's because he was ovation. He was taking a picture of Mike Trout at the time. Didn't you know that? Yeah, uh, I see. But why is he hanging around town if he's so excited to get out of Toronto? Can't draw any conclusion. Got to see all the sights before you leave for good. <laughs> is, he, is he sightseeing? Is that what he's doing? Uh, we'll get to Xanax coming up here in a second. I asked uh, our, our friend Keith Smith of uh, YahooSports.com and Real GM this question. Kevin? Let me. Keith. Don't hey, Kevin, mess. We pre- hey, oh, Kevin, we pre- great. Hey, Kevin, we. Hey, Kevin, we. Hey, Kevin, we. Hey, Kevin, we. Hey, Kevin, we terrific so so happy to hear that. i've had such a wonderful day but i asked keith this question let me ask you out of Kyrie, kevin durant and Kawhi leonard who's the uh, most likely kevin smith from- to, who's the most likely to stay in their current spot well, i would probably say Kawhi. you think why yeah but i don't know no I mean, none of us do i'm just maybe none of them will stay i think Kyrie's the most likely to leave Okay. I think he's going to Brooklyn. That's that just feels like a, a pretty much a done deal to me. Um, so I, I liked what Keith Keith had to say about Kevin Durant. I thought that was interesting. That, that Golden State would actually consider giving him the max deal with kind of a handshake agreement that they'll move him uh, when he's healthy. So confusing. I mean, what did Kevin say about Keith? I don't know. Stop it. Would you Would you participate in this discussion and stop making fun of me? Well, I mean, it's all a crapshoot. I don't know what these guys are going to do, and nobody does. Everyone comes up with these different theories of what's going to happen, and I'm not even sure the guys. I, I would assume that the guys know what they're going to do at this point, wouldn't you? For the most part, there was um, th- there was an interesting piece of information from Woj today that said that Kevin Durant's decision does not depend in any way on another star. So he's willing to go somewhere by himself. He do, he's not looking to pair with anybody. Why is That's he so eager to get out of Golden State? I don't know. I, I mean, personality clashes in the locker room might be an issue. Um, he, he got his championship. He might want to go now, prove that he can, he can do it himself. He's always kind of lived in LeBron's shadow a little bit. Maybe he wants to go be the, the absolute alpha dog on a team and win another title and and cement his legacy. I don't but, but he can't do it by himself. 
We know that already. Yeah, but but with the Warriors, since Steph was there too, yeah, he might be the best player on the team. But that's still Steph's team. Yeah, okay. they did it before him. He was the guy there before he got the big contract earlier. I mean, that's that's Steph's thing. Yeah, and, the big thing is that they've done it already. Right. I mean, if he goes somewhere where they, yeah, they might have an all-star player on the roster. But if they haven't won a championship, then his arrival. That's why I think the opportunity is so great for team. You find a good, a really good team that isn't quite there yet. And if you're concerned about that kind of thing, then you can swoop in, kind of like uh, Urban Meyer picking where to coach next. That's a great example. I love that example. Cause yeah. you're, to- you're totally right. You find a nice situation for yourself where you can step in and be the guy, but have that help built in that you need. All right. Or, or you know, the the thing is, if he if he left and went to the Knicks, it might actually be a good thing for the Knicks that he can't play next year because it gives them a year to get it together around him. You know what I mean? If they would. If they would. Now it seems like uh, that him going to the Knicks, Knicks seems less likely to me than it was before. But I, I suppose you never know. But he could go, he could rehab, he could spend a year with the Knicks, and they could figure out a way to build the roster around him in a more immediate way. I think the scariest uh, prospect of all would be Kawhi going to the Clippers. Scariest for whom? For Jazz fans. Now, him going to the Clippers, I heard DJ and PK talk about this this morning. Him going to the Clippers could actually free up some players the Jazz might be interested in going after. Like who? Uh, Gallinari. Okay, but to get Gallinari, do they have to unload Derek Favors? Yes, uh, they'd probably have to. They'd have to make a trade because Gallinari isn't a free free agent. So, but they would be probably looking to shave salary if they're adding Kawhi or let alone two players. Well, the guy can shoot, that's for sure. Well, and, and he's a big guy who can shoot. Uh, but it, it would be how much do you have to give up to get him? He's got uh, twenty two six on the books for okay. next year. All right. So they'd have to they'd have to maneuver some sort of a trade. I don't know if simply not picking up Derek Favors would give them enough uh, room to go get him. Didn't Justin Zanuck last night hint at the fact that the Jazz might not be done yet? Great transition, Gordon. Mm-hmm. Look at you. Justin Zanuck came uh, out and did a media appearance at ZBBC uh, after the draft yesterday, after the Jazz drafted Jarrell Brantley with the 50th pick, Justin Wright Foreman with the 53rd pick, and Mie Oni with the 58th pick, and here's what Justin had to say. Uh, very thankful to our entire scouting group, our coaching staff, and especially the Miller family. Really gave us some resources to be aggressive uh, um, going in and being able to acquire some players that we have are excited about. Um, athleticism, skill, uh, different positions, um, chances to you know maybe create some depth going forward in the roster so uh, a little bit crazy in the second round um, trying to uh, you know, move into position and we were able to David Morway uh, did a great job getting us uh, the first pick and then we were able to acquire a late pick too so Jarrell Brantley Justin Wright Foreman both worked out for us um, Mie Ortoni performed well at the combine we got a chance to interview him and uh, all those guys are, we're really excited to have them and they, they fit what we're looking for as far as um, jazz players now and going forward. Um, we seem to have a, a theme with all three of those guys. All three of those guys can create with the ball in their hands. Is that something that 
you kind of wanted to address a little bit throughout the roster? Sure. Anytime that you can add skill, athleticism, um, high character, high motor, um, size for the position in a couple of the cases, and then special scoring instincts uh, with Justin Wright Foreman. Um, all three of those things, whether that's in the draft, uh, being aggressive in free agency, um, and the continued great developmental work our coaching staff is doing um, to really give, get guys for them that we really think have a chance to get better and they have an opportunity to get better. Brantley was a guy who was in here Saturday. Yeah. Uh, you know, what, what do you like about him as, as a prospect and maybe a player for the Jets? Um, great energy on the court. Um, he... Uh, you know, coming from a smaller conference, you know, you see a guy that uh, can dominate at times, was the best player for his team and, and a pretty good team. See him in a team environment, how he interacts with teammates. We had a lot of high-level players there. He fit right in. Um, his uh, physical attributes and motor are two things where, and, and some developing skill that we think we can we can harness. So. It was really good to have him in. How important was it to get uh, experienced guys? Did all three play four years in college? Or um, I know the first two. Yeah, years. yeah. yeah. Um, I think more of that is a, you know, it wasn't something like, hey, this guy has to go play four years in college. More that their games became more mature. So you saw that each one of them had, while all needing development and the transition to the NBA, but all had these skill sets that we saw that that, that could translate. Now, how much, how long, we, um, there's a chance that we can have a lot of roster flexibility going forward, and we will continue to be aggressive in free agency um, with that coming up. But these guys give us a chance to, you know, the, you know we'll, hopefully they'll all play in summer league and uh, be with our program. So really excited for that. Justin was the big scorer in college. You, know, you see some of that scoring translating over to I, his level. I think you hope so. With, you know, he can score at all three levels. He's... he's uh, had to have a big load. Um, obviously, as he transitions into the NBA, it's that's not the role that is going to be available to him early. If he can grow into that, great. But he can make shots. When you make open shots, he can create shots for himself. And any time that you can acquire those types of um, qualities, whether it's guard, wing, big, you want to be able to go after them. He mentioned, he mentioned here in the workout that uh, he hadn't really done a whole lot of Playmaking, and that was something he was trying to focus on. How much of a concern I think is that for you? Not a concern. I, you know, with again, every guy that comes in the league needs to work on things. They're they're not fully formed players. They're all, you know, in their early twenties. And again, we have a great developmental and coaching staff that will help these guys along. They're all, from what we see, willing to learn. So it's really a role shift. How do you adapt to not having the ball in your hands? How can you help the team in other ways? And his open shot making quickness. Um, he's very secure with the ball in his ball handling. So, whether however coach wants to use him, that's a good start. Uh, two of the guys did come in and work out. How much did that influence your guys' decision tonight? Uh, doesn't. Um, it when guys come in, it's always a, it's a it's a part of the process. But we do a, a ton of film work, a ton of background. Uh, our coaches are involved and integrated. Our front office and our scouting staff are traveling all over the world all year for, for one night, um, at least from a draft perspective, and they're working all the time on pro personnel as well. Um, they, you know, so the workout we have, I think we worked out close to 90 guys this year, and historically we've been a big workout team. There have been years in the draft where we didn't work out 
anybody, and we picked them. Uh, I believe in Dante Exum and Rodney Hood that we drafted. Both of them weren't able to come in, whether logistics or not. So there's other avenues to do it, but it is always nice, especially with our coaching staff. They get integrated, but they're, you know, we're scouting all season, and we're, we're not we're catching them up because they've had a long season to to catch up with. So anytime we can get guys in our gym and the great facilities that you know the Miller family has been able to provide us, it's it's a wow factor. It's a little bit of a recruitment too. These guys come in and like, oh wow, this is a beautiful facility, and we take care of them great. So um, it always helps, but it's not a requirement for us to take them. All three guys come from lesser known conferences. How concerned are you about that level of competition they've faced? Whenever you move up a level, there's always a transition. If uh, you work hard, you have a skill set in a game that translates or could translate, and a coaching staff can help get you better. You know, we, there is a saying, like, if you go play in college and you're good enough, the NBA will find you. And these guys were all known commodities. They've all had very successful careers. So it wasn't something that they just came on the radar, maybe on a public level or a, you know, a media level. But from a scouting level, we've known about these guys for a while. What impressed you about Mie at the combine? Um, what we really like is maybe his defensive ability, his potential for beauty, even though he was a main scoring load, that was his role at Yale. Um, open shot making, uh, being able to uh, contest and use his length so I think he can be a developmental you know a defender at first and an open shot maker at, you know as he develops and then working without the ball and with the ball. Right. Last question. Where do you guys see these guys fitting into the roster? Are they going to have to fight for a spot? Is it a G League situation, two-way? I mean, how, how do you imagine that working? With, with our roster and again we'll continue to be aggressive it's it's open. You know, there's there's a chance that we we open a lot of roster spots. So, what we tell our guys is come in, come compete. Um, we'll have a developmental path for you. That could be any number of ways. That could be on the roster. It could be, um, you know, part of the G League two way. Any of those things could be on the table. Just let's get you in here. Let's get our coaching staff around you, and let's have a good summer and play. And then we'll work with them after that to kind of figure out the best developmental path. That was Justin Zanuck, Jazz General Manager, after the draft last night. And, and Gordon, a lot of things. Uh, first of all, the great stuff from Justin. Uh, very thoughtful and giving some insight into the process and everything going on. Uh, but he did say multiple times they're going to be aggressive. And even they're going to be aggressive in free agency, which kind of backs up something that, that we had talked about, that they're actually in an advantageous position with Derek Favors, that they don't have to make that decision until basically a week into free agency. And so they can be aggressive and see what's out there and then they've got favors right there if if that uh, indeed appears to be the best option for them not that he has a say in this but i wonder how Derek feels about being that he's got to be used to it by now yeah it's right? true it's been I mean, going on for a couple of years and he's said that a few times i mean it, it actually the juxtaposition of reaction with Derek favors and ricky real names were both in the rumor mill for the, the trade deadline this year. Favors' reaction was, yeah, happens every year. Pretty used to it by now. And Ricky was obviously rattled by the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So I would guess Derek is, is probably approaching this in, in the exact same way. I'm sure he would like to make that money, and I'm sure he would like to be back on the Jazz if it works out that way. But he's got to know that he's a good enough player. He'll find a home somewhere else if, if that's what it comes down to. Yeah, but it's nice to know where you're going to be. It, it is. 
And uh, but but I but anybody who examines this can understand what's going on. I mean, yeah, Derek is valuable, and but but the Jazz are looking at all their options, which what they should do. It's their jobs. If they don't do that, they're derelict in their duty. It's uh, this is something that goes back a long way, right? The the interaction between management and labor. You can read books about this whole thing. The thing about it is, though, in sports, you do try to create this family environment, and it's it really is. Uh, this is counter to that. Well, that's why, I, and Dennis has come on the show and, and talked about this in a number of different ways, but that's why it's sometimes that family stuff, it, it all sounds really great and it makes us all feel really good. And there's no doubt that when you see Donovan Mitchell, you know, say goodbye to Jay Crowder and, uh, and his former teammates, it, it, makes you, it makes you smile, right? You like that. We all like that about the team. Uh, last year, but it also makes stuff like this a lot harder, and that's probably where Ricky Rubio's a little bent out of shape about it because he's probably thinking, you know, here you are promoting this family atmosphere, and that uh, you know, it, all the Broncos cliches, you know, band of brothers and all mm-hmm, that sort of yeah. thing, and then uh, you turn around and and talk about leaving me high and dry or trading me somewhere else. I mean, that's your actions aren't following your words. Essentially, you know? what it is is it's it's. Um segmentalized essentially yeah where okay during the season we're family and even then with the trade deadline i'm yeah. sure about that but but uh, when you're going to battle you lock arms and you go forward but i imagine when some players and if there's any player that's going to do this and you would think it might be Derek, that it'd be tempting to roll your eyes when you hear that spiel oh i'm sure he does uh-huh. i don't know how you i don't know how you couldn't you know, you, you, it's, we're all family and we're all close until it, uh, it doesn't suit your purposes anymore. And then all that goes out the window. Right. But that's the nature of the business. You and know? Yet, yet it is useful during the season because you're asking guys to go out there and dive around for loose balls and to be unselfish and to care about their teammates. And ultimately, yeah, you're a part of it until you're not. And you cash a, a big check. You know, yeah, so, that's the difference between college ball, well, theoretically, uh, anyway, and professional. You are getting paid a whole lot of money right. to find some some bit of unity to grab a hold of. The college level, unless you're, you know, unless you're a high paid player, you know, for you know some program somewhere, uh, you're really not. But, I mean, it's a, it should be a harder sell in college because you're not making the money. But I, I'm sure that Derek is hardened to all of this because I, nobody on this team, and I can't remember if you and I talked about this yesterday or maybe it was on the draft show, nobody on this team has made more of a sacrifice over the past several years than Derek Favors. True. He was going to be that next jazz power forward, and he was headed that way with, uh, with Ty Corbin as a coach, and then Quinn Snyder comes in and completely changes the way the whole team plays. Uh, the, the post is a dirty word huh. in, the, in the jazz locker room these days and totally changed Derek Favors' entire role on the team. Remember how involved he used to be with uh, 15-foot jumpers and whatnot? All it's, the time. Uh, and, not even 
anywhere in sight anymore. That part of the offense is totally gone. Yeah. They, they don't even do that anymore. And they changed his role. They played him fewer minutes. I mean, he's he's been the one who's had to get out of his comfort zone the most on the team. And yet, every time there's an opportunity, the trade deadline or offseason or whatever, it's his name that's popping up. And I've, I've said this a number of times. I, I truly believe that that's why they gave him the contract the way that they did last year. I mean, they gave him a two-year deal that was more than he could make on the open market. They did it without even blinking. And I believe it's because he's been a good, uh, you know, he's been a good player for them. And he's had a good attitude. And he's done what they've asked, even though it doesn't necessarily, you know, uh, put him center stage. And now he's an asset they can cash in. Again. So, we'll see. It's but, too, bad, too bad he can't hit the corner three. It is. It is too bad. And uh, he's he's put in a lot of work to expand his game. That part of it's just not there yet. Do you think the fact that Derek Favors came in and played well when Rudy wasn't playing well against Houston, and he's done that on occasion in the postseason, that that made Rudy a little uncomfortable? Probably. He couldn't have been overly happy about being pulled out of a game and sitting over on the bench during certain stretches. No, uh, but... And if Derek's not there, then maybe that option isn't there. But they're in the playoffs. They're trying to win games. Yeah, you know? I get it. Like, I get it. If, if it's, it's probably hard to get over at the time, but, but Rudy's got to realize that everybody's rowing in the same direction, and if Derek's playing well, you know, that goes for anybody, right? And he's your super max guy. Well, he's going to be eligible for it anyway. Yeah. All right, we're live from Bullfrog Spas. Come see us. Jump off exit 288 on I-15. Come on west, and you're going to run right into us. In fact, uh, Dan joins us now. And not only is our zone van out front, but you've got a big old tent out there that you absolutely can't miss. The big yellow Bullfrog Spas tent. You can't miss it. If you if you head west on 146 south off of I-15 and see yellow, you're here. You've That's made exactly it. exactly right. You have made it. And uh, the, you've got great deals. In fact, it's, it's funny. We were talking about saving up to 3500 bucks, And you were just wandering around out there, and boom, you saw $4,500 savings on a tub. That's right. Yeah, we have some of our X-Series spas out under the tent. Great value, uh, great value spa. Value in terms of really feature-rich. Some, a lot of them have great Bluetooth audio systems, big industrial pumps, tons of jetting. Uh, and uh, in in this case, we have savings up to forty five hundred dollars on some of those models. That one happens to be an X eight. It's a big uh, eight person spa. So if you're looking for a big spa to you know kind of gather the family or, or or entertain, it's a great option. But we we have every every shape and size you can think of. The small you know two seater for just off the master bedroom, or or the big what we call A nine L, which is which is a uh, nine foot spa that'll seat uh, up to ten people. And there are a lot of things that make you guys unique and the best out there. But I love the jetpacks where you put most of the plumbing right there into the jetpack. And it's all interchangeable. So it means it's, it's not going to leak. And it means you can get the, the experience that you want. Yeah, that's right. So, you know, when we when we design and manufacture a spa, you have all sorts of different seating configurations. Some are deeper, some are more shallow, some some lounge you back, some sit you up a little bit more upright. And so we're all different shapes and sizes. You're going to find in your hot tub there's maybe one or two seats that you really love. And then once you figure that out, you pop these jet packs out and put the jets that you like the best in the seat that fits you 
and and you have a totally custom experience as opposed to you know some engineer and at some hot tub company chose what your jet therapy is this is it really puts you as the spa owner and user in control of your therapy and you can change it maybe you want the lower back one time maybe you want something else another you all up to you it's so cool that's right we came up uh, we developed a new jet pack this last year called called trio it, it's a completely unique uh, jet system with a, a massage therapy action that we've we've really never had in our products or anywhere in our industry before and anybody that owns a bullfrog spa now can come in and and purchase that uh, Jetpack, put it in their spa, and it's like they have a brand new spa. That's so cool. Come on down, take advantage of it. Great deals. Uh, it's the factory clearance sale going on through tomorrow, right? You guys are open tonight until we're here till seven o'clock tonight, till five o'clock tomorrow, and this is this is our annual three day sale: Thursday, Friday, Saturday only. So uh, we're we're done at five o'clock tomorrow, and uh, great time to come in and get a great deal on a spa and really good financing, zero percent for up to thirty six months uh, OAC. So we want you to drop by now, but if you can't make it now, you got to get in here uh, tomorrow before five o'clock. Thanks a lot, Dan. You're the man. Thank you. All right, come see us. We're at Bullfrog Spas here in Bluffdale. We'll have more next ninety seven five and twelve eighty of the zone. Show 97.5, 1280 The Zone, live from Bullfrog Spas, right here in Bluffdale. Come see us, 146 South. Just jump off 515 on exit 288, head west. You're going to run right into us. We have some jazz gear for you. And, of course, it's their three-day clearance sale. Great time to take advantage. Save as much as 4500 bucks. They have great financing for you as well. So come see us. But the sale uh, lasts only till tomorrow at 5 want to remind you, join Hans and Scotty on Monday from noon to 3 as Andrew Reinhardt from Wasatch Medical Clinic will be live in studio to discuss an FDA-approved breakthrough and permanent solution for ED with no pills, surgery, or needles. One interesting thing that's happened, uh, you know Gambo from down there in Arizona, the, uh, the rider down there? Yeah. Uh, he's also on Hatch's station, I mm-hmm. believe. Did you see his report uh, today about uh, Baines? No, I didn't. Phoenix uh, acquired Aaron Baines. Uh, we talked to Keith Smith about this uh, earlier in the show, and uh, they uh, they intend to keep him. And apparently, there was competition for Baines' service on draft night, and among three other teams that were bidding for his services, according to Gambo down there in Phoenix, one of those teams, Gordon, the Jazz. And they couldn't quite get him. So huh? the Jazz were in talks with Danny Ainge and the Boston Celtics uh, about uh, possibly acquiring Aaron Baines. Thought that was just interesting, something that uh, that didn't happen. Uh, but that would be, we were talking about Derek Favors. Uh, that would be essentially someone to come in and fill Derek's role, right? Yep. So we were, th- we were talking about uh, Justin Zanuck being aggressive on the free agent market. If they were able to make that happen, that would certainly be an insurance plan if Derek Favors were uh, to go. Exactly. That's exactly what that would be. So interesting that and if that report is true, which, um, you, know, you know, Gambo, is, is, he's kind of the Gordon Monson down there in the Phoenix area. He seems to know what he's talking about. 
Uh, I, I certainly wouldn't doubt uh, one of his reports. Uh, just kind of a, an interesting glimpse behind the scenes about something that didn't happen, but maybe gives you a little idea of what the Jazz are intending to do. I wonder, how many, I wonder how many things like that are in play that we never hear about. Tons. You know? Tons. Yeah. All sorts of things. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's an active time. That's all I can tell you, folks, is there's all kinds of stuff. And it's uh, and we're only part way through. Uh, by the way, some news: uh, the schedule for the Jazz Summer League was released yeah. today. Gordon, you ready for this? Yeah. Uh, let's see here in uh, in Salt Lake. Uh, let me get uh, let me get this. The Jazz will play obviously July first, second, and third. They're going to play Memphis at seven o'clock at Vivint Smart Home Arena on the first. Cleveland on July second. At 7 o'clock, and San Antonio on July 3rd. John John Morant will not be playing. And John Morant will not be playing. We found that out. He had uh, a bit of a knee procedure. Yeah, so that's not an attitude thing. It's health. But isn't that too bad that we're we're not going to get a chance to to see him? Is he a slam dunk the best point guard in this draft? Yes. I mean, sure thing. Well, I mean, nothing nothing is a sure thing. I mean, Tony Parker was picked, what, at the end of the first round or whatever, and no doubt about it, he was probably the best point guard in that draft. We'd have to go back and look at it. But uh, I think John Morant, you you combine his um, athleticism with his skill, mm-hmm. and I think that is really what makes him unique. He's not, he's not one of those raw athletes where you go, man, the athleticism is there. If they could just develop him into something. He's already got those skills. Yeah. I mean, I think... And, and maybe I'm way off on this. I, I brought this up last night on the draft show. I think he's like a more athletic Kyrie Irving type. Because hmm. I think he's got those type of handles and skills. Maybe not quite as good as Kyrie because I think he's the best on the planet. But he's got that he's got that game to him. But you've never seen Kyrie uh, rise up and throw down dunks like John Morant's able to. So are you suggesting that he could be better than Kyrie? Oh, sure. Well, he's the second pick in the draft. I mean, you, you're the the sky's the limit for a guy like that, right? I'm not saying that that's necessarily going to happen, but Kyrie is he capable is pretty, of that? Has been pretty darn good through the years. He has. He's been great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. He's he's been great. All NBA player, All Star, champion, riding LeBron's coattails, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. That'll be interesting to see how he feels going into Memphis, replacing. The, an absolute pillar of that franchise and one of the most popular players in any uh, market in the NBA in, uh, in Mike Conley coming here. And Mike had maybe his best season ever last year. And so now he's got to face that pressure of uh, replacing a legend. Well, yeah, I, yes, you're 100% right. But, I mean, if you're the second pick in the draft, odds are that that team that's taking you is going to build around you. Yeah, uh, but, uh, I mean. There's yeah, going to be pressure I, there regardless, Dante right? Dante was a fifth pick. Right, but the, the, the well, and, and the Jazz weren't in a position at that point to build around him. I mean, when the, when the Celtics took Jason Tatum, obviously they had plenty of pieces too. So it's not always the case. But oftentimes, if you're picking one or two in the draft, it's probably because you... You would think so, yeah. Probably because uh, you don't have a whole lot from a team standpoint, and you're in a, uh, the middle of a rebuild. And they're going to rebuild around John Moran. And, yeah, there's going to be some pressure there. You bet. But he's he's got he's got the game. I mean, he's really, really good. Yeah. Size is a bit of a question. You know, we'll see. Not creativity and not uh, sort of 
offensive imagination. Not skill yeah. and and athleticism. Mm-hmm. I mean, those it's, are all there. It's really too bad we won't be able to see him here because that would have been a lot of fun. Well, it's too bad for him, too, because for rookies, Summer League, you know, we, we see some second- and third-year players who look down their nose at Summer League, and I, I get that. But for rookies, that's where you get introduced to everything, and that's where you start learning the system, and that's where you, you know, figure out that the competition at the next level is going to be something else, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. We saw uh, Trey Young come to Salt Lake City last year, and he really struggled. He really, he really struggled to to make that adjustment, and then you see what he, what type of player he was at the end of the year. I mean, he he really made that adjustment. So you can't draw conclusions after after off a couple of performances. No, but uh, it's where you start. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, it's you can where get you, glimpses. Yeah. it's where you you first put your toe in the water and kind of ease your way into it. Mm-hmm. By the way, what do you do with cold water? Are you a, a jump right in head first kind of guy, or do you like ease yourself into it? No, jump right in. See, I, I know that that's the better way, but I always, for some reason, decide it's better to ease my way in. It's more painful. It's way way. more painful. I don't know why I do it. When was the last time you were in cold water? I don't know. Probably last summer. You mean like at the ocean, at the beach? Or at a lake or whatever, yeah. You just sort of go in bit by just bit? Just kind of ease my way in. Are you in? trying to tour your masochist? I don't know. I don't know, but I can never convince myself just to go for Because it. if you get in there, once you're in there, then it feels warmer. Right. I know. I know. I don't know. It's just one of those things. It's like a flaw in my in my brain. So you like you walk halfway in and stand there for a while, right? And then, and then, just then walk ease in more. like foot by foot. Yeah. Oh, Jake. Ridiculous, right? It is. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll grant you up to your knees, maybe. But then once you're that far in, baby, you gotta go for it. Ugh, I'm just shivering thinking about. It. I hate cold water. <laughs> hate cold water. That's why I don't like the the California beaches. Why is the water so darn cold? Because it comes down from Alaska. Well, why do people enjoy that? <laughs> Give me the bath water of the Atlantic any day. So Coming much, up in the uh, Gulf so Stream. So much better. Oh, my gosh. So much better. Better okay. waves usually in the um, in California. And and that matters to you. Why? Oh, well, you know, back in the day. Well, you're hanging 10 out there. Oh, what are you get, back baby? in the day. Oh, are you kidding me? I was out there. Doing what? Oh, all kinds of moves. Body surfing, uh, boards, sir. Uh, bo- you know, uh, what do you call it? Boogie boards. Body and, board. And surfing, surfing. Yeah. Long board or short board? Short. Really? Yeah. Pretty good at it. Mm, I wouldn't. I wasn't great at it, but I was uh, pretty solid. Really? Yes. <laughs> what? What are you talking about? I grew up on the water. On the bay. In the Chesapeake. <laughs> Yeah, a let lot me, of big surfing. Yeah, let me tell look you. Those, no, look no. at those giants you were riding. No, it was Ocean City. I was out there all the time at the ocean. I thought you just told us how bad the waves are were in the Atlantic. No, they're not as good in the Atlantic, typically, uh-huh. as they are. You know, head on over to Newport Beach or Huntington and grab yourself some tasty waves, man. You're just looking because, for a righteous buzz. Just because you know the names of a couple of beaches in California does not make this story go there all the any time. more believable. Oh, come on. You know, da- Newport, doubt, Venice doubt, doubt all you want, man. It's, it's a, you pick the two biggest, uh, most hey, popular dude, beaches. I'm just looking for a righteous buzz, dude. Some in tasty Southern waves. California. All the time. Yeah. 
Why do you doubt that? I wonder. All right, we'll have more coming up next. Stay tuned. It is the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, live from Bullfrog Spas, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Sharks are SOBs. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We're live at Bullfrog Spas. Come see us. We're out here in Bluffdale. Just uh, chatted with the world-famous Papa P who joined uh, or who stopped by to see us. Gordon, always funny to, or fun to see familiar faces and uh, listeners that have been around for a long, long time. He, and he has been, man, for years and years and years. It's always good to see him. No doubt about it. Uh, we mentioned we're out here at Bullfrog Spas. All you have to do is jump off the freeway exit 288. Head west, you're going to run right into us uh, right off of 146 South, and our good friend Dan joins us once again. And, Dan, this is a this is a big sale. People out there listening, now is the time to get yourself into a bullfrog. This is the time. It's been, it's been great. Uh it's been great having you guys out here today. And, there we uh, go. Hey, hey, it's been great hey. having you guys out here today. Yeah, this is the this is the time. We, you know, once a year we do this three day sale where we'll go Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and uh, add some additional discounts that we don't normally do. And then uh, we have some good financing partners that'll step up and, and give us some great financing options. And so we've got savings of up to forty five hundred dollars on some of these models we're displaying, and zero uh, percent for thirty six months uh, OAC financing. Just a great combination. Great. Great opportunity to get a deal on a bullfrog spa, and and if nothing else, come out and meet us. Let us show you what a jetpack is and what this bullfrog spas thing is all about. And you know what I love about uh, sales like this that uh, that you guys do, and particularly this one, obviously, is is you guys are a worldwide company. You're you're sending spas across the globe, but they, you manufacture here in Utah, and thus Utahns get a chance at these deals that you wouldn't get anywhere else. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we we sell uh, you know brand new spas that are coming right off of our assembly line out of these factory stores locally, but we also sell a spa that maybe came off the assembly line, had a little nick in it. We didn't want to send it to a dealer. We sell it here. Or a spa that uh, that's a year too old and has been refurbished, we sell it through these these factory stores. And so during a, a sale like this, uh, we, we pull those types of units out. We put a tent up, up right up in front of the factory where, where we build these things. And and a great opportunity for Utahns to get a deal and and really has been rewarding for us to grow this business here in Utah. Like many manufacturing industries, a lot of hot tub manufacturing is now happening outside of the U.S. And and the fact that we're doing we're doing this here and intend, we're, we're building a, a big new building right now, we intend to continue to grow and do this here and, and supply really the worldwide hot tub market from Salt Lake City, Utah. It's part of what we're about. We do still build great products here in, in the U.S and in Utah. I can vouch for that. I own one. I bought one a number of years ago and I've had no complaints about it. And I come in here, Dan, and I look around, I see these other beautiful models and I feel like I'm cheating on my own at home. (laughs) I mean, uh, we love ours. But you come in here and the selection is fantastic. And look, if you get one of these, some people worry about it being inconvenient or it's going to be more trouble than it's worth. And we have never had that thought. 
ever. Yeah, a single time. So important to us. Yeah. We love hearing that. It's 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 our intention. And and uh, you know you're out here often enough that things do change, right? Like uh, I know that you've been really interested in this unit that we call the Covana that uh, is a roof that's over yeah. the top of the spa. That's that, cool. That, that goes that is up cool. Now now we've got a, a, a little bit more modern flat roof version. Uh, you look at some of the cabinetry on these spas that, that new this year. This timber cabinet that uh, that has a, a really uh, authentic rustic look to it. Just you know we continue to evolve the products continue to get better and better and uh, we love hearing people are having good experience in their backyard with them yeah all right you can save a ton of money up to forty five hundred dollars off of these uh, great spas no interest for up to 36 months available too. payments as low as 89 bucks but the sale ends tomorrow at five so people need to jump that's on. right we're here till seven o'clock today till five o'clock tomorrow uh, come in and uh, see us here at our bluffdale store or we have similar deals available at any of our factory stores up and down the Wasatch Front. You heard Dan. Thanks, Dan. Jump on it, folks. Get down here. Take advantage of this clearance sale. It ends tomorrow at 5, so you got to get down here. We'll have more Big Show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Three, two, one, one, one. The countdown is back on the Zone Sports Network. It's the fifth annual college football top 60 and 60. As we count you down to the start of the college football season. Listen every day at 1.30 as Hans and Scotty will announce another selection. I see you on Leading up to the start of the 2019 season. As voted on by the local media and you the fans. It's the top 60 and 60. Presented by Cypress Credit Union, the Southtown Auto Mall, and Master Electrical Service. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Wrapping up a big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott. In fact, wrapping up a wild week on the big show. Uh, big thanks to Bullfrog Spas out here in Bluffdale for hosting us today. But, geez, Gordon, think about it. The BYU Media Day was on Tuesday. The Conley trade, the draft. It's been crazy. This it week. has been. A lot of fun to talk about various things. And, uh, you know, our draft show last night, we went, uh, what did we go, seven, eight hours? Uh, we got we got off about eleven. So considering you and I started at three, let's yeah. let's do the do That's the math eight, there. Isn't it? Eight hours straight. So yeah, it was a it was a pretty full day for us all. Yeah, but it was uh, it was good discussion and we had a lot of fun and uh, yeah and we had we even had interaction a lot of interaction with our listeners this week uh, when we opened up the phone lines and talked about Mike Conley. It's it's been uh, it's been certainly a well, franchise-changing week for the Jazz. I don't know. Maybe that's a little extreme, but but maybe not. They added that extra piece that could put them into contention in the West. They advanced the team in, a, in a, what I would consider to be a major way. And uh, if uh, what Justin said is true, that might not be done yet. And so we'll see what uh, if if they can improve the team in a in a significant way yet to come. What are you doing tonight, Gordon? You going to go home take a take a soak in the old bullfrog? Yeah, we're probably still trying to rest up, get rid of this cold, and uh, hear your party in Hardy. I don't know about that. I'm, I'm hanging out with my father and sister-in-law, but 
Yeah, but tomorrow that's a, that's a party hearty. You got some friends hanging. I got some friends tomorrow. in town. Yeah, so mm-hmm. we're getting together. But we all have we all have kids and young families now. I mean, our party hearty. You. you know, you know what? Tomorrow's going to all turned of? into dads and whatnot. I know they. Uh, our our friends rented a bounce house. That's what. That's the the centerpiece activity of what we're doing tomorrow with our our kind of get together. And I assume you're not getting in the bounce house. Not a chance. Are you kidding? When was the last time you got in a bounce house? It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a minute, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to try to make that even more if I can possibly help it. What would happen if we got all the guys at uh, 1280, 97.5, 12.80 the zone and put them in a bounce house? I'm afraid somebody would probably... Hanson pop it. <laughs> I'm thinking about uh, ligaments being damaged. Oh, yeah. yeah. You've seen the chairs in the studio, right? Yeah, right. Hans would demolish that bounce yeah, house. Uh, muscles torn, perhaps. Tendons blown out. Yeah, Feelings hurt. And, yeah, hamstrings pulled. Feelings hurt. Yeah, that's probably the, the only guarantee there. Often. Might be a few crotch kicks in there somewhere. Oh, boy. All right, with that, we want to say, uh, wish everybody a happy weekend out there. We want to say a big thanks to Keith Smith for jumping on with us today from Yahoo Sports. And he ain't no Kevin. Keith Smith is his name. Uh, thanks to Austin, executive producer of the big show. I knew a woman named Kevin once. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. I don't think I've ever met a, a female Kevin. Austin, you ever met a female Kevin? Actually, a friend of mine in college, her mom's name was Kevin. That's yeah, weird. Yeah. It's, it's not weird. It's cool. I mean, weird I'm that you never... and I have both met one or heard of uh, one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've mm-hmm. just never met one before. Okay. Uh, thank you, Gordon. Fun week. Didn't sound like it, Kevin. Huh, nice. Little DJ ah. reference there. Movie Zone coming up next. Austin Horton, Adrian Lizer. Stay tuned for that. We'll talk to you on Monday on the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.